0: Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution and the Hemp Road Trip, informing people about industrial hemp and how it can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products, boost the economy and business, people, planet, profit. I'm here with Rick Trojan, the crew chief on the Hemp Road Trip. Rick, tell us about Friday, the first day at the Iowa caucus. Who did we see there?
1: So Friday morning, we ended up having to get the bus fixed, um, and we ended up meeting with Boris, Chris, and Aaron from the Iowa Hemp Association for lunch, uh, as well as some local Iowa farmers, Ethan and Jen, and Winnie from Growing Warriors, the Kentucky hemp farm operated by Mike Lewis and family. After a great lunch, we headed to Dinner Distillery, where we met with Joe, who distills and distributes hemp vodka, a first of its kind in the U.S. We saw firsthand how the vodka was packaged and sold, and how he has outgrown his space and expanded his business, nearly doubling his square footage. That was it. After that, we went back and, and called it a night and got some, got some paperwork and, and photos uploaded and got ready for, uh, for our big day on Saturday.
0: So that was our big day in in uh, for Saturday at the Iowa caucus. We seen uh, quite a few people here. Who were they?
1: Uh, first off, we went to Hubbard, Iowa, to attend a Ted Cruz rally at a middle school cafeteria. We had the pleasure of participating in a radio interview for Swiss Radio and Television, which you can find on our Hemp Road Trip U- YouTube page. Both Boris and myself had specific question prepared for Ted, which focused on his lack of hemp policy and the fact he sits under the Judiciary Committee, where the bill is sitting in the Senate currently. Ted fielded some questions regarding health care where he got caught off guard by an individual whose brother-in-law had just died of cancer who didn't have health coverage until Obamacare. Ted was unable to articulate his plan for replacing, replacing Obamacare, and subsequent articles described how foolish he looked for being so unresponsive. He fielded some additional questions and then... There were only two hands left in the audience, Coach, myself and Boris. Uh, Ted Cruz looked me right in the eye, and I thought, for my first caucus in Iowa, our first political event as Hemp Road Trip, there are only two hands in the air. It's Boris and myself. We were ready with a great question. Ted locked his eyes with mine, and I thought we were going to be asked a question. However, he glanced around the room, found no other hands raised, and ended up asking what appeared to be a planted question about reusable fuel standards. He ended his Q&A. We took some pictures with the American hemp flag. We headed off to see Hillary Clinton's rally at Iowa State University. Miss Clinton's rally was about an hour late, and it was a larger venue, and it was much, much more polished. We were unable to get in a position to ask a question, as all the questions were from a predetermined set of questioners sitting in a reserved section of the bleachers. We were able to speak with some supporters and some Iowans still undecided, and take a few pictures with our American hemp flag. From Hillary's rally, we headed for a late lunch, then off to Bensink Farms and Hunting Preserve. Mr. Jack Bensink and the Iowa Hemp Association invited local farmers to have a town hall and discuss how hemp, can, how hemp can impact their farms and their lives and their children's lives. We had quite a few hemp-based products to display, including a hemp guitar signed by Willie Nelson that says, quote, happily cultivating opportunity. The entire guitar, except for the metal screws and strings, is made from hemp. The town hall went amazingly well. Initially, farmers questioned how hemp and marijuana were different. Boris explained that, although both are from the same plant classification, cannabis sativa, they are distinctly different plants. As an example, think of dogs. All all dogs are a species canine, but pit bulls are distinctly different than chihuahuas. After Boris provided some additional botanical, historical, and legal background, the conversation turned to Q&A with the farmers directly. With my background planting nearly 300 acres in 2015, I was able to speak directly to the challenges of reintroducing hemp as a crop into American farming, from planting population densities, the lack of need for pesticides and herbicides, lower water consumption than corn, to the challenges of harvesting, drying, seed separation, and CBD extraction. I explained that hemp is a multi-use crop versus the monoculture crops of corn and soy that Iowa farmers are so efficient at cultivating. Further, we worked through the numbers showing that when compared to corn, farmers' inputs are substantially less there's no pesticides and less water is required, and increased profitability just from the sale of the seeds themselves. That doesn't account for revenue generated from the stock, the herd, the interior of the plant, uh, the flowers, or the roots. Let alone the soil rejuvenation and increased yields using hemp as a rotational crop. Just in seed sales, farmers can make anywhere from six to ti- six to eight times more profit per acre. Let me repeat that: six times profitability per acre compared to corn, and that's without government subsidies. The conversation with one Iowa farmer was very productive. In fact, the farmer said at, at the end of the town hall, he told me, "I came here expecting snake oil and BS." But I'm leaving thinking that Iowa farmers, myself included, need to be able to cultivate this crop, even if only rotationally. The fact we could even help one farmer change their perspective was worthwhile, in my opinion. We left the the town hall, our first first town hall on the road trip, feeling energized and hopeful that our message to end federal prohibition and get back to our roots would be as effectively received across the nation. We headed home after a long day, but a great
0: day, and got ready for uh, Sunday yeah, that was a great town hall meeting. So actually was on the on the farm, one of the farmers. And I had a great conversation for probably 20 25 minutes with a gentleman there. His name I believe was Hempster, his last name. Okay. And he was really a great guy. We had a great time together. So, we're getting the message across and that's what's important.
1: Absolutely. And I think once people start to demystify the miscommunication of the past, I think it's going to be a great crop for the for our nation.
0: Yes, and everybody that we talk to, really, once they understand, they have gone, oh, wow, uh, they're really for it. So uh, we got to just keep out there and educating people. Thanks, Coach. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review. Follow us on Facebook forward slash iHempRevolution and tell your friends about Hemp Road Trip. Visit them on Twitter, Facebook, visit hemproadtrip.com and support the revolution. Help spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. People, planet, profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.